This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live show here on Twitch. Brought to you, as always, by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. And boy, oh boy, if we look uh, frazzled and crazy, that's because that reflects our mental state pretty accurately at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm your host, Reese, also known as Reeseus on the internet, and with me is the Leaky Banana. Not so much anymore. No, that, 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 that's uh, an old thing because they don't even allow me to leak it. Yeah, anymore. we don't even share information. I'm anymore. asked to leave the room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, Jason, Politely. Jason here yeah. with me as always. Uh, oh man, we look awful. I know. <laughs> uh, that's a new haircut, guys, by the way. Uh, I've been trying to hide it with uh, the uh, with that beanie. But why didn't someone put is... a mirror in front of me before I got it in I am front wrecked. of the camera? Actually, Reese has been putting in uh, way more time than I have. Yeah, you lazy bastard. I have been coming in on the weekends. You came in one day. That's true. You're going on a bachelor party this weekend, you son of a gun. I have to. I'm the best man. I, I have to go to that No, one. it's understandable. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we've been working just bananas hours. i got to throw some shout outs. Uh, we literally would not have gotten everything done if it wasn't for some very generous volunteers who came in to help. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've already put, like, in the last four weeks, I've put in over 320 hours. Yeah. I logged in. I was like, what? Every year, this is, like, the deal. Oh, this is your deal. Dude. This is but, your show. Frankie has put in more than that. He's put in yeah. more than 320 hours in the last four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariana's been here, like, cranking on her own time, helping with terrain because she's so nice. Lots of locals. Lots of locals. And I, I do want to give a shout-out because uh, we would not have gotten it all done. Yeah. Jose, uh, massive thank you. He built, like, 30 of those GW buildings, which you can yep. see on the desk. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, oh, Dayton, thanks for the cheers, dude. Wow. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, these buildings, they look badass, but like no embellishment. The, the big one mm-hmm. takes about four hours to build and we have 50 of them. It took me a lot longer than that. That's cause you're it lazy. Took me about two days. It's cause you're not the brightest bulb. No, I'm just going to keep beating you down. That's my new management technique. Good. Just like the Marines. <laughs> we just never raise people back. Yeah. It's just, just break and then leave boom, you broken. Boom. boom. Yeah. Uh, it was insane. And Jose came in on his own time and built like, he built like 30 of them, which was incredible. Thank you so much. Uh, Junior on our team came mm-hmm. in, built a bunch. Uh, Vito, um, uh, Steven, a, a new new guy came in, which was- Keith Barry. Keith Barry came in and helped. Lots of people. A lot of people did. And- uh, We also know the people that didn't come in. Andrew, Andrew Mousehart helped a ton. Mm-hmm. Scott Reed is an absolute champion. He's the Age of Sigmar- uh, head honcho essentially mm-hmm. for the Las Vegas Open. In one day, he cut, shaped, and sanded 112 hills. Yeah, that is crazy. So it like absolutely needed it because shortened his lifespan by at least a year. Yeah, the fumes. Oh, yeah. The fumes. Yeah. I'm I'm deaf. I already have cancer. Yeah. I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. I, I'd be surprised if he didn't. At yeah. This point. yeah, it's just I'm so tough that just, it doesn't affect me like it. a normal human yeah. being. Plus, I just drown <laughs> it in Jack Daniels. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, I know. Jason, you need to grow your hair back out. No, I like it. It's just, it, you know what? I look better with longer hair, but like, it's so much better. It is. The short hair. It's just, life is just easier. I had a shaved head for like. Women just deal with it. The, deal with the short until hair. Until I turned like 30. I didn't grow my hair out until I was basically 30. Yeah. Because I was like, God, I'm not, not going to worry about it. You just yeah. cut it off every week. Just shave it down. Yeah. I love it. Uh, Cashio, no, we are not selling the tables again. No. We only did that in the past because, uh. We were getting rid of our old terrain that wasn't up to the standard that we wanted. So this year we basically made like 400 tables of terrain. No, it's not that. It was like 360. It's yeah. basically a table of terrain every single day of the year yeah. to get caught up on the old stuff that we got rid of and to uh, yeah. account for growth. Mm-hmm. So um, it was a it was a trial to get this stuff done. And we still have a big push in the next three days, we have quite a bit still to do, but it's it's doable. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's in San Diego that wants to come in and help between now and Friday, and then- uh, Just not Saturday. Not Saturday, but then on Sunday. Sunday is like the last day to get everything finished that needs to get finished. Mm-hmm. So if, you, if you're around and you'd like to help, feel free to come by. And then Sunday's the big push 
and it's going to be simple stuff like gluing flock on hills, yeah. like dry brushing area terrain. It's really simple stuff, but it's just, I mean, we had to make uh, like 400 hills, 300 area terrain pieces, 250 GW buildings. Like it's just been a lot. Um, but you know, that's what you guys pay us for is to make, put on a good show. So yeah. I would say if I said I was happy to do it, I'd be lying. <laughs> but, it's always, it's always a slog, but this should be the last year for a while Yeah, that this is necessary because you know, we're kind of capped until we can actually expand. Yeah. We can't, we like literally can't grow. There's no more space. It's not even a square foot. Yeah. Like we're, we're almost taking up every square foot in Bally's yeah. hotel and next year we're having more space, but it's, um, they're like, it's a little spread out. So yeah. the 40 K champs really doesn't have that much room to grow. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next year, hopefully, fingers crossed, it won't be as crazy as it was this year. So, uh, GoBot seven oh seven. I actually wrote that blog a couple days ago. Don't and you pass pestering. the bar. Don't you pass the bar. I've been bar. pestering Reese to post oh, that. You have not for like two days. You asked me no once. <laughs> you asked me one time. It's going up sometime as soon as Reese. Feels. I'll do it. I'll post it today. Okay, it's good. It's it actually lists every single uh, vendor that's gonna be there. I think it's uh, I don't know how many. They're over twenty. I'm like twenty six. Uh, and a kind of a little blurb about anything special they're doing. And there's a lot of first timers this year that are coming yeah. that are like big names. Um, so like, I'm really excited. Play Fusion's coming out. They, they're doing the, they do the the Warhammer uh, card game, the, the Age of Sigmar card game that's been super oh, popular. super popular. So they're coming out. They gave us a bunch of goodies for the VIP people. Um, who else is new that's coming out? Well, Steam Porch is back, which I'm really excited about because yeah. they were super fun a couple years ago. Um, anyways, that list is comprehensive. It's coming out today, hopefully. And then Gru Bizzle, um, we uh, we were gonna have a Titanicus tournament this year, but then the the TO uh, got a job that took him out of the country, I think. Yeah. Um, and so he had to, to back out, and then we couldn't find a replacement. So yeah. we'd love to do Titanicus. Um, we actually just got done making ITC terrain for Adeptus Titanicus. We just haven't had a chance to roll it out yet. So we'd love to do it, but we just we don't have a TO. And this year we actually literally ran out of space. Mm -hmm. um, like it's the the event is full. Yeah. The growth, we'll see what the actual growth like. Wh how many people come to the event at the day of? Because we always sell a ton of tickets at the door. But I'm estimating we've grown over thirty percent this year. It's crazy, crazy. Well, we had to get a whole nother hall. Yeah. Like it's yeah. crazy. Like yeah. the, and, and that hall is actually gonna be pretty cool. It's on the very top of the casino. Yeah, it's beautiful. The view up there is mm -hmm. uh, astounding. So. Yeah, uh, really excited for it. Can't wait to see everybody. Um, and you know what? Like, why don't we just jump to this portion of the uh, show since we're talking about it? Sure. And then we'll come back to Gene Steeler Colt because obviously that's very exciting. That's the big news. And Sanguinius. Um, <laughs> that's, what the, that's what he's based no, off No, I of. know. But that's funny that they took on the exact pose. Well, that's, that's, a, that's a meme that somebody made. It's not GW didn't go like, look where we got our inspiration. Well, I'm sure they did. Well, yeah, of course, but... <laughs> It's like the we'll, same thing. We'll come back to that. Don't okay, spoil okay. it. Right. So let's just go ahead and talk about some LVO um, like announcements. Sure. Just so that we make sure that everybody's clear and we, we do our best to communicate as clearly as we can. It's just it's always a challenge to, to get the word out to so many people. Um, we do everything in our power, but it bears repeating because this is the last show before the LVO. Mm -hmm. um, we're, we're gone next week. We're not even here. Essentially we leave Wednesday, but, but Monday is when the away messages go up and yeah. it's like, we will get back to you as soon as possible. Cause but Tuesday, mm -hmm. it's just packing up the trucks mm -hmm. Wednesday. We're gone and we're not back until the following week. So, um, there won't be a signals from the front line next week. And let me see, we'll be back. Yeah. We probably can do signals on two Wednesdays from now, mm -hmm. but we're going to be zonked because that's the day we get home. But, um, yeah, maybe Pablo or somebody will do some Facebook live stuff on Wednesday. Yeah, something like our tra our trip out to Vegas would be kind of fun. Yeah, we'll, we'll try and post some Show of this. Eat so at McDonald's can, and stuff. Yeah, be awesome. so people can get like a kind of a sense of just the insane logistics of yeah. getting in and out. It was funny because obviously we talk all the time to the other event organizers that run big events because mm -hmm. we all compare notes and try and help each other out. And uh, the Adapticon guys are at the point where they have two big rigs. Wow. Yeah. To co to carry all the stuff, I was like, wow. I bet. I mean, because yeah. yeah, Adepticon is is it's uh, big. They've gotten. I think they're pushing like four thousand people now. Like our halls are bigger than their hall, but they have so many yeah various rooms mm -hmm. and and yeah. you know all all together, it's humongous. Yeah, but I was like two big rigs to get all your gear out. That's yeah. a lot of stuff. 
we're, we're almost to that point. We have two 20 foot trucks as opposed to two 40 foot containers. Right. But yeah, that's it. it we'll be there soon. I mean, we're, we're on year six. They're on year 15. No, they're, it's more like, I think they're on year 17 or yeah. something. But um, it's just, it's crazy to see the logistics of like getting all the stuff there and into the hall and out. And it's, it's really crazy. Um, and it'd be cool to kind of show that off. And it, again, we wouldn't be able to do it without people coming and helping. Right. So thank you so much. Not, not getting sidetracked by the Vegas stuff. Yeah. You come in, you're like, oh man, I want to go to that that place, that gentleman's club. <laughs> or uh, play some slots. Or whatever. Eat at a buffet. Yeah, the it's buffet. It's really hard. you got to navigate like it. It's like, yeah. it's a trick. you got to... Well, the city is designed focus. to give you all the things that are fun to do. Yeah. The buffet is always awesome. Oh, I, yeah. love, I love that too. But anyway, we're getting... We're, we're like <laughs> totally frazzled yeah. right now. Um I don't even remember the last time I had a day off. I think it's been over a month. Yeah. But uh, Las Vegas Open 2019, I'm just going to read my notes. There you go. <laughs> Help me out. Yeah. Past me. Uh, here's some helpful info. Uh, okay, so a big one. We say this every year, but every year people forget. You can always identify the people who forgot this step because they have bright red lips by mm -hmm. the end of the event. Yep. So Las Vegas is in the desert. It's very dry. And it's high altitude, and which it, you don't think by looking at it. It's high-ish high altitude. Yeah. yeah. But um, if you don't have chapstick, I also recommend lotion yep. for your skin. I know a lot of guys don't use lotion, but um, so it may not occur to you. But if you don't, even just drinking water is not enough. Like I carry chapstick with me and lotion the whole time because mm -hmm. your skin gets so dry, especially if you're coming from a place like we live close to the water in San Diego and your skin just is not used to it being that dry. Mm -hmm. So um, if you're coming from the south or any place that's humid, um, you're going to want to make sure that you have some sort of moisturizer. Otherwise, it's, you're going to be hurting uh, by the last day. So chapstick lotion, really important. Drink water, drink beer, uh, have a good time. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's really important to make sure you, you don't, you know, you're not physically uncomfortable mm -hmm. uh, during the event. Also, right now in the United States, in the middle of the country, we're having insane, insane weather. It's like record-breaking. It, it yeah. is. Chicago was negative 39 degrees it was colder than antarctica but with the wind chill somebody was showing me their app last night um and they had they used to live in minnesota and he was showing me the weather at his house his old place where he lived in minnesota and it said you know it was like negative 30 but it was like with the wind feels like negative 59 i'm like oh okay it's like, they, that's like you die real, you go yeah. outside and you freeze to death yeah like they're not gonna like have any homeless people car. yeah you know in a week or it, animals or anything gruesome but it's yeah. true yeah the trees are dying but there's no snow. It's bizarre. It's just like insane cold. Mm -hmm. And uh, the thing to be aware of how this applies to us, Vegas is not that cold. I think it's supposed to be like 60, which is chilly. Mm -hmm. It's colder than normal, but it's, you know, fine. Yeah. It's, it's, you, you, if you have a sweater, you'll be cool at night. Mm -hmm. um, but the thing you want to be aware of is that uh, some airports have closed during yeah. this cold snap. So you want to make sure to check your travel arrangements uh, to make sure that you're not going to have any issues. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to not be able to get there. Um, that would be really unfortunate. Right. And the other thing to be aware of too, is that it's, it's died down. It's been alleviated. But, uh, for those of you who are not, don't live in America that are coming, we, our government was shut down for over a month. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot of people don't understand what that means, but like there was like no TSA agents, which are the people that check security at the airport. And it, as I understand it, it's been alleviated, it's better now, but um, the, who knows what could happen in the next week. Just make sure you have plenty of time to get through security, get on your plane. Um, you don't wanna you know, miss your flight because you're stuck in a long security line because they're understaffed. Uh, just something to be aware of because mm -hmm. uh, things are a little crazy right now. Uh, make sure to have everything you need to play. Make sure you bring your dice, uh, measuring tapes, your army list, your book, uh, all that stuff, you have to have all your rules with you. Mm -hmm. You can't show up to the table without your rules materials. It's not acceptable. You know, using some sort of a third party um, rules writing device like Battlescribe or Army Builder and using that as your rules is not okay, right? It's not an official rule source. So make sure that you have your material there. It could be an ebook or whatever. Uh, and then a, a lot of times, you want someone in, at least one person in your crew that's coming to bring glue because mm -hmm. everybody you have, it's pretty frequent for a model to like have an arm pop off or something like that uh, it's always useful to have super glue uh the deadline for asking any kind of rules questions or asking if your conversion is okay is this friday the first of february although if you're asking for a conversion approval at this point with lists already submitted and they say no i don't know what you're going to do i guess mm -hmm. get a different model but um yeah the the, the shutdown 
is Friday, the uh, February 1st. Uh, after that, we're not going to be answering any more questions. You have to wait till the event. So if it's something that's really important and it impacts the way you play your army, uh, you want to make sure to get that question in. Because if you don't, you could have a very unpleasant surprise at the event if the judges don't agree with your reading of a rule. Uh, the deadline to get any ITC events uploaded or corrected uh, into the system is Monday, the 4th of February by midnight Eastern time. The BCP guys are, are allowing um, events that are happening this weekend to, to count, but you have to get the score in the next day on Monday. Uh, and if you don't, they won't count for this season or next season. So if you're going to a tournament this weekend, uh, just make sure to let your TO know that they have to get it ready and submitted uh, by Monday. Mm -hmm. If they're using the app, it's not a problem. As soon as they submit their score, it's done. Uh, just make sure they got their token. We had a TO that was getting frustrated because he's like, why isn't it up yet? And I'm like, okay, let's turn it off, turn it back on, you know, <laughs> like mm -hmm. doing the troubleshooting. I'm like, did you submit scores? He's like, oh no. Yeah. Oh, I need a token. I'm like, yeah, Oops. there you go. That's why. Uh, but you know, if it's the first time you're using it, that's an understandable mistake to make. Uh, but just just make sure to, to remind anybody to, to get their scores in because uh, we're locking it down after Monday. Uh, and also next season, uh, we're rolling out a new policy that uh, now that the Android app is, is out there and, and everybody can uh, basically run their event on their phone or a tablet, uh, you can have 30 days from the time that an event happens until the scores can be submitted or any corrections can be made. So what that means is if you know you run an event on January 1st or whatever, you know, day X, if your TO doesn't submit the results within 30 days of the time that the event happened, it's it, it's gone. Mm -hmm. And the reason why is it's just causing too many issues now that the ITC has grown so much that we have people like submitting events at the last minute and then it changes the scores and then people get upset because they're like, I thought I was winning and now I'm not. Uh, or you have people intentionally sandbagging. Mm -hmm. um, you know, this is just the way it's gonna have to be going forward. Uh, but what that also means is if there's a mistake and your TO waits until day 30 to submit it and you don't catch it, that's too bad, we're not gonna correct it. So you gotta make sure that your TO gets it uh, turned in on time, right? Like if you have the wrong email or whatever in there, you need time to check your score to make sure it's right. Mm -hmm. But uh, as more and more people use the app, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. The manual submissions are, are uh, they're not a very efficient way to do it. It's just gotten too big. Uh, the hard deadline for the AOS uh, list submission is Sunday, the 3rd of February. Uh, players that fail to upload by then will get a yellow card foul. Um, Scott was playing it really easy. He was just like, yeah, man, it's not mm -hmm. a hard. He's like, I don't, we don't want to have any, any hard penalties at first. And then he found that a lot of players were sandbagging and not uploading their list and it was upsetting other players who did upload their list. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, all right, that's it. We're done messing around. So uh, if you're out there like Joe Cryer, who yeah. I talked to you yesterday, uh, get your list uploaded by Sunday or suffer the consequences. I, I don't, I mean, like I get. It's bizarre. People think they gained an advantage by waiting. They're like, oh, I can wait and see other people's lists, but you don't know who you're going to play against. Exactly. It's stupid. It's really, really yeah. silly. It's, you're, it, it's, you're probably not going to win it anyways. Well, it's just the, the only way it really makes sense. I don't know. It's, that just seems like so stupid. It is silly. You're like, oh, what make none of again, like, again, if you give anybody, you know, an inch, so yeah. they're going to take a mile. You, you, have to have, you have to have repercussions. Otherwise, people just won't get it done, right? People procrastinate. Mm -hmm. And that's the only way to motivate people to do mm -hmm. It's like negative. It's, you know, I read a book about it. It's either uh, gold medals or Doberman pinchers, right? Mm -hmm. Either a positive or negative consequence. And unfortunately, the vast majority of people are motivated by negative consequences. Yes. So that's why you have to do this. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, for Age of Sigmar, make sure to get your list uploaded. And for you guys, it's way easier because there's an, a list building app. Just export it, upload it, and you're done. It's easy. Nice. Um, for 40K, we've gotten <clears throat> over 40, or I'm sorry, over 90% of the lists uploaded correctly. Uh, but we have a few people that are still struggling to get it worked out. Um, I know it's, it's new. We knew that there was going to be uh, some chaos involved with uh, rolling out a new program. It is what it is. We knew that this was going to happen. But there's um, less than 10% of the people that are either just haven't uploaded a list at all yet or they're uh, formatting it incorrectly. And um, we've rolled out a bunch of resources to help those those few people left get it done. Um, unfortunately, we, we just simply do not have time to go look at everybody's list and go, this is what you did wrong. Because even with less than 10%, you're still talking about like 70 people, mm -hmm. right? I, I just, none of us have the time to go look at 70 lists and find 
go through it with a fine tooth comb and tell you exactly where you got it wrong. Uh, it's just, it's not possible. Um, so it is the responsibility of the player to upload their list correctly and on time. Um, we're giving a little bit of wiggle room for people to, that are still um, having some errors to get it done correctly. But if it's not done, um, if you don't get it done in the next two days is the, the, the hard deadline, uh, you will get a yellow card foul uh, coming into the event, which nobody wants. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have your list uploaded correctly by round one, uh, you don't get to play until it's done. Mm -hmm. So we don't want it to ruin your experience, but it is the responsibility of the player to do it correctly. Almost everybody has. Uh, but I put a link. Uh, the BCB guys are nice enough to set up a forum to allow you to go see what the common errors people are making. It's all formatting stuff. Um, you have to be very precise with the way that you write your list for the script to read it. And um, uh, go check that, and you'll see where, more than likely, you'll see where you went wrong. Um, and then re-upload it, and then you'll get an email confirmation that you did it right or wrong. Um, and again, every time, every wave, it's just dramatically more people are getting it right. Um, but it's just, it's new. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, just go check it out. Um, again, if you ask us to go look at your list and tell you what you did wrong, I'm sorry, we just don't have time. Yeah. But we set up this forum so that you can go ask questions. The, BC, the BCP guys are nice enough to get, they'll, they'll take a look, help you out. Um, you can talk to other people, have your friends that did it right look at yours. They'll probably help you spot mm -hmm. um, where you went wrong. Because, <clears throat> like, the few that we've seen, it's, just, it's the same stuff every time. It's like they just, a lot of people just didn't really even try <laughs> to yeah. do it correctly. Uh, but if you export, if you're using Battlescribe and you export this simplified version and then just go do just a tiny bit of fine tuning um, to get the, the, the format to uh, be accurate, it will upload correctly. Um, but yeah, that's it. It's just formatting stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, make sure you get that done right because you won't get to play if you don't. And that sucks. We don't want that to happen to anybody. Um, so please make sure it's a priority and you get it done correctly. And uh, you do have... Uh, like two days left mm -hmm. before we start handing out yellow cards. Yeah. So we should mail out yellow cards. Just throw it at, at mm -hmm. him at registration. Yeah. Just hit him in the We're face. Like, oh, you've it. been flagged. Boom. With a yellow card. Yeah. And then Carmona just comes out and just mm, hits him with that yellow flag. Yep. Yep. Give him the old Carmona. There you go. Um. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really tired. You know, actually, uh, hop into the the oh. chat. Hop into the chat. We'll see if anybody has any questions. All right. Does anybody have any questions specifically? V Fresh will be there on Sunday helping out. Awesome. <laughs> That's true. Give people yellow vest. If you have to wear a yellow vest during the the match, that'd be pretty fun. GoBot 707. The people who waited for AOS have all the data from CanCon now. But I mean, so what, right? Like, what difference does yeah, that? Who cares? What, does, what difference does that make with what list you're gonna take? And um, and, and will it make you change your list? Yeah. Like at I mean, the last you're minute. You're gonna paint a bunch of new models in five days. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could. I, people are just. I don't know. Like, I I never even. Everyone's different and that's mm -hmm. fine, but like, I don't give a shit. I always just go like, what do I want to play? Cool. What models do I like that are painted that I have on hand? Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, I have enough confidence in my ability as a, a player to take an army and go do well, right? Like, right. I, I don't understand this. Like people get so hyper-focused on the list and I'm like, just focus on playing the game right. well and mastering the army that you want to play. Right. And if you're, if that's something you're worried about, it's like, I'm going to change my list last minute. You're probably not going to do very good. Um, the people who do really well, the people who have played the same list for a long time. Neighbor Nation, give people yellow vests. That's that, funny. That would be amazing. Yeah. Axis of Entropy, the, the, the GW Studio preview is at 7 p.m. on Thursday, followed by a media. Um, it's a who's who. A who's who of who's yeah. there. That's another That's another blog post I've been working on. Um, <clears throat> it's 7 p.m. and it's first come, first served. Um, uh, grab a seat, enjoy. We have more space this year, but it's still probably going to fill up. So you want to get there early. Uh, make sure you go do early registration so mm -hmm. that you're not stuck in line. Um, what will my attire be this year? I think I'm going to go nerd business cash mm. this year. Uh, and then I'll wear my, I'll wear my, I got my John Wick suit I'm going to wear for the award ceremony. I don't fit in any more of my suits, so I won't be wearing a suit this year. It's because you've got mad games, <laughs> got, bro. Well, you can call it what you will. Uh, no, I'll be wearing a, a staff shirt probably. Uh, VGR Ray, uh, if you have a, a model approved for a different event, is it approved for LVO? No, they're different judges. Um, it should be fine. If you got approval before, it's 99% likely you'll get approved again. Focus Water, yes. Focus Water. All 400 games. Will all 800 games be streamed? Duh, bro. Yeah, it's 400. But it, the, we're, the registration, we peaked at 808, but we're down to like 760 right now. 
uh, for 40K. So mm -hmm. I think day <laughs> of actually playing with our normal last minute attrition, there'll probably be 680 to 720 people actually playing is my estimate. Actually, that is a secret. Um, okay, let's jump back on over. Cannot so, yeah. confirm nor deny. Uh, early registration is uh, 5 p.m. on Thursday for the event. We highly recommend that you do it on Thursday because it's a, it's a zoo on uh, Friday morning. You don't want to get stuck and be late for your event. Mm -hmm. Just come and do it on Thursday. Get it over with and uh, um, make and we'll, your life easy. We'll be doing the, uh, um, the exhibitor preview night also for the first time from uh, 5 to 9 on Thursday night. So if you come to your registration, you can actually visit the vendors for the first time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, um, you know, maybe go over to Forge World, check out what they've got going on. Yeah. They might have some cool stuff. Yeah, actually, early registration is 5 p.m. on Thursday. 5 to 9. Five and to then nine. the yep. seminar is from 7 to 8 for GW. So if you want to go to that, make sure you come to early registration early. Yep. And then we have the media panel, which is going to be um, kind of a Q&A session with some of the, the more prominent uh, media figures from the Tabletop Wargaming. Um, that'll be from eight to nine. Yep. And that's gonna be hosted by uh, Blake from Life After the Cover Save, so you know it's gonna be funny. Um, and then I think so far, from off the top of my head, uh, Kenny Boucher is gonna be on it. Uh, Adam from uh, Tabletop Minions will also be on it and a few others, so it's gonna be pretty fun. Yeah. I think Pablo Martinez is gonna be on it the from uh, is being himself. Unleashed. Ooh. I know. So if you want to see Pablo and get some advice on how to win a tournament. Ooh. From the best. Kind of, from the best. The best and the best. The ITC number one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But if you are also on that <clears throat> note, if you want to get some really good info, <clears throat> the last chapter tactics, um, they got exclusive early access to a lot of the data coming in from the lists. And it's really interesting stuff. So check out the last episode of chapter tactics. Mm -hmm. um, they take a look at some of the top players lists. They take a look at um, uh, some of the trends that we're seeing. It's really interesting stuff. Uh, and then all the lists are going to go up. Uh, they're going to be made visible uh, in the very near future so that you can go in and start having fun, guessing at who's going to be able to do what. And uh, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So fun stuff. Also, if you uh, got a ticket transfer, if you bought or were given somebody else's ticket, and uh, uh, you're coming to the event, when you go to register, uh, make sure to tell them the original purchaser of the ticket's name, it just speeds things up. Because if, if Jason got my ticket and he goes, Jason Butler, they're not gonna find him in the system. Mm -hmm. um, you look <clears> under <throat> the original person's name, and then in the notes on that transaction, it says ticket transfer to Jason Butler. So just to speed it up and make your life easier, just tell the name of the person that originally bought the ticket. Um, why are you going off my notes, bro? I don't know, because it's the last one. Why are you making it so much harder for me? And <laughs> make sure to get your convention badge ahead of time. A lot of people this year have not bought their con badge. Uh, if you don't, you're gonna have to sit in line and do it at the event. Make your life easier, just buy it in the web cart. Uh, don't wait until you get there because otherwise you'll just get to stand in line for no reason mm -hmm. <laughs> when you could just go and buy it online. Yep. Yep, make your life easier. All right, let's talk about some Gene Steeler Colts, baby. Yeah. So Gene so Steeler Colts, the last, I guess the last codex, Sisters of Battle, still don't have an official codex, but mm -hmm. they got the beta codex. So uh, this is the last kind of like official mm -hmm. codex for the uh, um, uh, edition. And it's got people really excited, not only because there's a ton of amazing new models, but the rules that they're showing look really, really cool. And of course, uh, we can talk more about it once it goes up for pre-order, which mm -hmm. is this, it's this Saturday, right? This Saturday, the first uh, phase one. Okay. Yep. Yep. And uh, Jason, why don't you run us through some of these cool new rules? Sure. So, um, so far, now this one, I wasn't sure what they were talking about. So they have a new assassin model that's coming out, which is kind of cool. It looks like the old Dark Elf assassin. Um, so it's cool, I guess, that Gene Steelers now have an assassin. Um, and it's called, uh, apparently there's a Warlord trait called the Perfect Ambush. I don't know. Did you did you mark that here? Um, I can't talk about anything that wasn't put up on there. It was on the site. Um, on the, the So basically, G, uh, GW has done two uh, previews so far. Um, and apparently, it's really good. You get to use that stratagem uh, for free if it's targeting him. So, by the way, I'm just going in the order of uh, how Reese put these notes. So <laughs> Sorry, it's going to sound not super formal. but uh, It's going to sound really formal. Uh, okay, so here it is. So it, it's, a, um, it's a stratagem called uh, a perfect ambush and it's for a uh, three CP zero CP if it's used by this new assassin model. 
Um, and let's see. I can move a d6. You can shoot, it can move um, as if it was a shooting phase. So basically it's getting an, an additional action um, that would not cause any, uh, not cost any CP for, for, the, the for the assassin model itself, which is pretty cool um, from what I've seen. So it's nice to see. We were talking about the, the, all the character support models that are coming out uh, for Gene Steeler Cole. And so far they've only talked about a few of them, of the new ones. And from what I've seen, there's quite a few more coming out. Plus all the ones that are already, um, in existence yeah. for Gene Steeler Colt, which was already a, a good amount. So, um, let's see. Let's talk about uh, Colt Ambush, I think, is the most important thing that we should talk about right now. So, it's different. It's changed again. Um, so, essentially, you can... So, models that are infantry or bikes have that keyword. For Colt Ambush, you can uh, set them up off the table, and they can do the normal... Uh, I, I believe how it was in, in, in previously, where you set up anywhere on the board more than nine inches... Uh, from your opponent. So that's one way that you can do it. The other way is they have the new thing that are uh, these little uh, counters, these little uh, like um, radar counters. And what you can do is you can set those up. Uh, you, can, you can leave the models off the table. You can set them up anywhere in your own deployment zone during the deployment phase. But that can include any of the models. So like the tanks, doesn't matter. So you put those out. And then um, what you do is you, at the beginning of your movement phase, you reveal them. If you don't reveal, if your opponent goes first, um, they, they don't know what's there and they can't move within nine inches um, of those. Um, so that's one way to do it. There are ways that you can like kind of screw around with your opponent. So like they have this stratagem. Let's see if you got it here. Um, it's the one where instead of uh, one token when you put down, so like let's say you have like a Gene Stealer Colt unit and you're like, okay, this is my token for that unit. And again, you don't have to tell your opponent what these tokens are. You choose as you deploy. Um, you get four instead of one. So you're gonna have a ton more tokens than you have models. So then it gives you, gives you more options uh, to, to to reveal them um, at the beginning of your movement phase. Yeah. Instead of like only having enough for what you actually are gonna be putting on the table. Um, and then you can also, I believe there's another stratagem where you can then, um, instead of uh, putting a unit down where the, the token is, you can actually then put them in the normal uh, out of nine inches from an opponent thing. So there's, there's all these different ways that you can screw around with your deployment. And your opponent will have no idea what's going where. Is something actually going on that token? Is something that was going to go on that token now going to go into normal deep strike? Um, and there, they also have another stratagem where uh, you can, um, when something comes out of Colt Ambush, so like let's say a big unit of Gene Stealer Colt, you can use that stratagem uh, to then move D6 inches and you can act normally. That's extremely strong. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. And then you got to imagine yeah. too, like obviously I can't, say anything more than what has been revealed but yeah. you could imagine that there's going to be a bunch of ways to modify things with characters warlord traits relics mm -hmm. so uh like i was saying i was like i bet people are going to react emotionally from the rumors and be like rah, rah, yeah. rah, rah, grumble grumble and then when they get the book they're gonna be like oh wow this is really strong uh mm -hmm. gene stiller cold i think is going to be um one of the stronger armies in the game uh you know obviously time will tell but they uh, in testing they were really good. Yeah, the, and so they have a new. Um, so they they unveiled the big drill, which is like you know we've seen this is a trend now for, for new terrain pieces to come out. They've been doing it for Age of Sigmar. It looks like it's coming for 40k now. Um, and what it is is uh, essentially it's a transport for your units. I believe they have to have the infantry or the bike keyword as well. Um, don't quote me on that. I don't think I don't see it here. Um, That's probably infantry. Yeah, and so as long as they can move within an inch of the drill, or they start their movement phase within an inch of the drill, you take them off the board, and then you put them in Colt Ambush nice. the next turn. That's awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, this looks really good. Why don't we jump over in, in the chat, and we can answer some questions, because... Yeah, and we can only talk about what's actually gone onto the Warhammer community site. <laughs> Time winning. I think you guys need more terrain in front of you. I know. Some Tau Tide walls from the Evil Recio. <laughs> They're actually... That's so funny, because behind the green screen, there is a Tau Tide wall. I just didn't have time to paint it. It's been sitting there for a while. Mm -hmm. um, it looks so cool though, but I just, I was just like, ah, I got so much other stuff I need to get done. Uh, later, uh, uh, Dayton, we'll see you in Dayton Vegas, left. buddy. Yeah, if anybody has any questions right now about Gene Stealer Colts, based on what we've seen, now's the time to answer, to, to ask your questions. We're gonna let you uh, Chaos Swarm, try the show. Uh, like, little we don't know. sad the randomness of Colt Ambush has been redone, but hey, mm -hmm. it's more safe now, yeah. 
it's more tactical now. Mm-hmm. Um, you have more control over it. I think, I mean, for somebody who's really bad at deployment like me, this might be a good army to play. Because you really <laughs> you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to put all these tokens down. Yeah, you you know, where that um, where that, that token is, is where you have to put a unit. You can choose when you, when you actually do your movement phase and deploy. But I like the fact that you can put up them all over the place using uh, your command points, and then you can choose. Oh. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, but uh, you should take Ty Winning's question, buddy. On a scale of one to ten, Grey Knight Terminators, how good are? <laughs> and now you know what Grey Knight Terminators, Grey Knight Terminators got a lot now, better yeah. now. Yeah, because of the Stormbolter rules. But I would say at eight. You have eight Grey Knight Terminators. Ooh, that's a solid score. I mean, that's like world conquering. But if you took eight, only eight Grey Knight Terminators against an entire Gene Stealer Cult army, I think you would still win. No, duh. So duh. But what? Could, what really in the universe could withstand eight? Green Knight Terminator. Nothing. Nothing. That I'm aware of. That's the most yet. powerful force I can imagine. Yeah. And nobody has the balls <laughs> to play those. To just eight. To Green just Knight play Terminators. eight Green Knight Terminators. I've never. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's true. Do we. <laughs> if somebody came to the Las Vegas Open with just an army of Green Knight Terminators, I would salute them. I would be. You are the man, sir. Yeah. Uh, custodian cap. Yeah, the Bolter Discipline rule is in effect, right? Uh, no, it's not yet. It's when the, I think it's in White Dwarf. If I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm super tired. I'm not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. But as soon as whatever publication it is in comes out, it's official. They haven't talked about it yet. I think it's in the White Dwarf, but I can't remember. Um, Possible. It's just not going to be at the LVO because we, 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 we locked things down. Ty winning. Will, will Gene Circle be my 19th army? Excuse me, sir. I only have 15 armies. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, and I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to be playing Gene Stiller Colt. I don't feel compelled. I'm not drawn to the army that much. I love the models. But I, I like my Tyranids a lot, and I tend to play mono-faction armies. So I think I'm just going to stick with my nids. <laughs> Ty Winning, if you yeah, if you take a Grey Knight Terminator army to LVO, or just Grey Knights in general as your primary faction with no allies, that is a BD move right there. That I'm is. not going to say it. That you is. know what I mean. That um, Yeah, you're showing people who's yeah. in charge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a, and you that's can a be, power. and even if you're a woman, you're it's still a BD move. That's that's yeah. a that is a hard flex mm-hmm. right there. Uh, Your opponent just they have to know wh- what they're getting into. Like this guy brought pure gray knights. Yeah, like he must be oh, just really good. Well, a guy on our um, on our team is bringing pure gray knights, and he said he's been stomping Ooh. people. It's about like thirty strike uh, marines. He's, yeah. He said he's been doing really well. Good. Um, but yeah, it's funny because we had a, uh, people come into the shop all the time, obviously, but a lot of times you get people that come in that listen to the show mm-hmm. and a guy came into the office and he was like, you really do have that many armies. I was like, yeah, I'm not kidding, man. He was like, I always thought you were full of it. Cause you were just like, oh yeah, I play Necrons. I play Orcs. And I'm like, no, I, I, I have a problem. I legitimately mm-hmm. have 15 armies. A lot. And they're big. And armies. Frankie does too. And they're big armies too. Yeah. It's not like a couple models. It's like. Four or five thousand points at least of, of almost everything that I have. I have fifteen metal Grey Knight Terminators. Yeah, that's my all, everything I own. That's all I need. Yeah. What else good. do you need? Yeah, the new Bolter rule is amazing, especially with Death Watch Terminators. Yeah. Um, just Terminators in I general. Know. Chaos Terminators with that rule are savage. People are bummed that it's not being used for the LVO, but yeah, we did. I mean, we made the rule. Yeah. Thirty days. So. Yeah. Well, there, I mean, mm-hmm. the rule got like previewed early. Mm-hmm. It's not even out. It's not even going to be out until I think like the LVO starts. It it's just c- was way too soon. Yeah. But anyway, let's go jump back to the notes and let's talk about Sanguinius. <laughs> so very exciting. Uh, so this is a lot of feedback on the on the net about this model. I, I think it's the angle of the picture that they took. The people are, are well. First of all, it's a it's a technically it's a brilliant model. It's absolutely astoundingly well sculpted. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, some people, there's been some funny memes with him surfing and skating, which I had, to, I laughed pretty hard. <laughs> They're pretty good. They're pretty good. But yeah. we included a picture here of the art piece that we believe, we don't actually know for 100% certain, but it seems fairly obvious, yes. that inspired the sculpt. And it's the Archangel Michael scroll up by... He's just uh, handling Satan right there. Yeah, he's... He's like, get down. He has, <laughs> scroll up a little bit. I, I want to say that it's the... Uh, Guido Rini. Um, Wait, there was a, an Italian named Guido? I can't believe it. My goodness. But it's we, it, it seems pretty apparent that it's based off of uh, the Archangel Michael defeating Satan, mm-hmm. uh, which is a famous painting. And I think that's really cool that they look to classic art for inspiration. Um, some, I think what threw some people off is his hair flowing in the wind. 
But um, that doesn't bother me at all. The hair is probably the weirdest part. But the thing is, if you look, it's it looks it's the angle because the hair is painted almost the exact same color as what looks like the top of his backpack. Well, he's, he's, or whatever he's wearing. He's got him, golden hair. hair. He's, yeah. he's the golden boy. So it just looks a little more goofy, I feel. I, don't know. I love yeah. it. I think it's great. I mean, I, it's better than like some static pose where he's just standing there. Yeah. No, it looks good. It looks good. I don't, I like the action poses much better than say like the Gilliman or the uh, Dorn models that came out and they're like striking like a pose, you know, yeah. like, like, okay, that's cool. But like for a war game, I kind of want them to look like they're doing yeah. something. Still for me, my favorite is Ferris Manus. I think that's the best mm -hmm. one that they've done. Yeah. Uh, but of course that's just a personal yeah. opinion. Or Lehman Russ. The Lehman Russ one's yeah. really cool. Yeah. How mm -hmm. he's like running. Forward. He's running with his, the swords. Yeah. It's really good. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's brilliant. It's on the way. Uh, GW is going to be making some announcements. They already said it's going to be available at uh, future events, so we'll yeah. have to wait and see which ones that's going to be. Wow. You know, we have a future event. We do. Technically. We'll see what happens. Uh, but really cool. And yeah. let's talk it. Let's take a look at uh, upcoming 40K ITC. I'm really looking forward yeah. to sleeping. You need some sleep. <laughs> I need to sleep so yeah. bad. Uh, this is crazy that they're still... I need to get my suits pressed. I need to get my clothes washed. That's why I'm just going to be wearing sweatpants. Mm. I'm just giving up. <laughs> just have this sweatpants, socks and sandals, Do tucked it. into my, my short sleeve shirt with a pocket. Ooh. Ooh. Ready. Ready for Vegas. Ooh. Ready for the buffets. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so upcoming 40K ITC events. There's a ton of events mm -hmm. this uh, coming weekend. No majors or GTs, which is actually kind of surprising, but mm -hmm. um, there's a ton of RTTs yeah. all over the world. <clears throat> uh, check it out. And again, there is one coming up in northern China. It's in Shenzhen. I, will, I can't remember, but uh, that's legit. And they, they said they've already sold that? like 20 tickets. It's in northern China. Okay. When is that's that? That's a first. I uh, can't remember when, but uh, that's pretty cool. It's definitely getting global and really excited. Um, we finally did it. We crossed the 10,000 active participant wow. mark with the ITC. Yeah. Yep. We hit five digits legitimately. And that's only people with a reported score. Mm -hmm. There is way more people than that that in, are involved with the ITC that play the missions that go to events that just don't get a, a score ever reported. So like legitimately 10,000 uniques, that's freaking awesome. Yes. Considering we started with 400 people mm -hmm. and that was, you know, not even really that long ago. Uh, it's, it's grown tremendously. So thank you to everybody who's participating. Um, really excited to see it grow. And again, just to give you kind of a preview, we are going to launch a Patreon for the ITC in the 2019 season. The reason being is it's, it's gotten extremely expensive and time consuming to do it. Mm -hmm. um, we just, it's becoming an actual burden on the, on the, the, the business, but um, uh, it's not, it's totally optional. Uh, if you don't want to participate in the Patreon, you don't have to. The uh, the event is the the ITC is free to participate in. But if you want to contribute, help it grow uh, and help it sustain, you know, <clears> then we'll have that set up. Uh, uh, we'll try to get it done before the OVO, but it'll probably be done right afterwards. And you know, even if you want to just throw a dollar a month at it or whatever, mm -hmm. if it's valuable to you, we'd appreciate it. Um, and the pledge we make is that every single penny goes back into the ITC. Yeah. So eventually, if we were to grow it big enough and cover all of our overhead, eventually we'd like to do like paid judges. Mm -hmm. um, one of the cool things that just happened is CanCon, which is the big event in Australia, just happened last weekend, mm -hmm. which uh, really cool coverage. Giannis Wargamer was covering uh, AOS. They did a really good job. Um, there was a crew down under the down under our camera. The name's escaping me. Uh, but they were running the 40K side of it. We hosted the stream. They did a really good job. My cousin was down there mm -hmm. uh, sending me updates and giving us the news. Um, really cool event. But the winner of the Australian ITC and all, all the, 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 the culmination of their season were helping pay for them to come to the LVO in 2020. And if we had more resources, we could do more stuff like that. We could fly in people from, you know, the, the Northern European uh, region, the UK, mm -hmm. from... Um, uh, uh, Central Europe, like the Germans and the Polish, are start, or the, the Russian community is starting to get involved, and we could we could really uh, make it exciting by, by by having the big prize if you win your region is to be able to come out to the LVO, which is that's a dream trip for a lot of people. That's like not economically feasible for some people, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And we could help yeah. make that happen, but you know we need more resources to mm -hmm. do it. So 
pretty exciting, really cool. And then also interesting, CanCon, the winner of the 40K event went 8-0 with Tyranids. Mm -hmm. uh, he had like 180 gaunts and uh, <clears throat> very interesting, um, very interesting list. You can check that out on their Twitch channel if you want to see the replays. But uh, he beat the three top ITC 40 uh, Australian players back, nice. back, back. Yeah. Just some dude yeah. out of the Bush County, Bush country. <laughs> From just like roll, yeah, just rolls in with all his gaunts and everyone's like, get out of here. He's like, just watch. <laughs> He's all, stand back, mate. Just watch. He just gets in there and just demolishes everyone. Yeah, yeah and uh, they played on the clock. Um, and it was, it was very impressive. So kudos to him. I apologize for forgetting your name off the top of my head, mm -hmm. but... I know uh, Pablo and his crew over at Chapter Tactics did a lot of coverage of it. Mm -hmm. So very exciting. I uh, can't wait to see some of those people coming over from Oz because there's a lot of them coming to the LVO. I'll have to disguise myself. <laughs> so they don't beat you yeah. up in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Get us uh, a fake mustache or something. You no, know, it's cool. You smooth it over, just buy a case of Foster's, which is the only beer they the drink The official in beer of Australia. It's the only beer. Take him out to a, a good Outback Steakhouse. That's the official food of Australia. Right. Get him a Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. And then I it'll think. be all good. Man. I guess, yeah. yeah. Really show him a good time. <laughs> Give him a real authentic Australian Real taste experience. of the old country. <laughs> 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 we also have quite a few Age of Sigmar events coming up in February. Make sure to check it out, get your points, participate, and have fun. Yeah. And let's take a look at the current standings. Uh, your current 40K ITC top five coming down the home stretch. These scores shouldn't change that much. No. Uh, although there's going to be, you know, <clears throat> a lot of events will get uploaded at the last minute per usual. Mm -hmm. uh, but current number one, Nick Nonavati continues to lead the pack with a very, very strong 764 point score, followed by uh, Mike Porter from the UK, 748. Nick Rose with the index Gene Steeler Colt, hanging tough in third place with 700 points. Uh, Trent Northington from the Warhogs team is at 699. And uh, he is playing, um, if I remember correctly, Castle and Astro Militarum. Ooh, uh, Nick's coming with Orcs and Mike. I don't know what Mike's bringing, but he was playing uh, Custodes. Mm -hmm. And then we've got uh, a new name, the Dark Horse, coming out of nowhere. Malik yeah, top Rubio. five. Uh, he's from Team Draco, which is a, a UK team. Yeah. And he's in fifth. Uh, might as well just go through the top ten for this since it's the I last think, one. And I think they're all going to be there as far as I know. I, all, everyone's coming that I, yeah. I don't know of any of these people that are not playing. Yeah. Um, we've got Matt Root uh, in sixth place. And I don't know what Matt's bringing. I think he's going to bring his orcs. Mm -hmm. um, I was chatting with him the other day. Archon Skari uh, from Canada. He's uh, playing pure Jukari and uh, very excited to see him come out. He almost didn't make it because he didn't have a passport. Mm. He tried to get it that would have been a little late. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going on this crazy journey to like Europe and then coming back because mm. he has to go get a passport. It was really funny. I was like, yeah, man, you got to get a passport like quite a ways out in mm -hmm. advance. Uh, we got uh, Andrew Gagno in eighth place. And I believe he is also bringing the Castellan Astro Militarum list that he, that he won choice. Nova Open with. It's a good choice. We got our hometown hero, Brandon right. Grant. Uh, in ninth place, also Castellan Astro Militarum. You're seeing, yep. Boom. Uh, you're seeing a, a pattern there. It's still the most winning army in the game right now. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you've got Josh Death in 10th place. Who knows what Josh is bringing? It's always something interesting. He always plays some, something different. Indeed. Uh, your current top five ITC uh, hobby track for 40K. These guys are so jacked. They're sending me pictures of what they're bringing. Like, they're so excited. I love it. Uh, Derek Page is currently sitting in first place, followed by Lou Rollins. And Lou, what you're creating is fantastic, dude. Super juice. You are going to blow people away with that. Uh, Matthew Bodnarchuk, who was leading the pack for most of the season, is in third. Mm -hmm. Scott Rumpel in fourth. And Michael Ralston in fifth. Can't wait to see what you guys come up with. Very cool. To finish out the season. Age of Sigmar, current. Uh, ooh. We had an event just get uploaded. Oh, obviously, well, CanCon did too. Yeah. But uh, Joe Cryer is still leading the pack, but barely. Mm -hmm. Bill Souza has just snuck in the back door. And he is in second place with a 519-point score. Uh, he's trailing Joe by only 12 points. Bill Sousa is an old 40K player. He, he's a fa old fantasy player, actually. Really? I thought yeah. Bill Sousa played 40K also. He does play 40K as well. He plays mm. Orcs. Uh, and he is the captain of the uh, ETC AOS team. That's right. Uh, Anthony Lawrence jumps up into third place, displacing the French overlord, Jeremy Vessier, who moves into fourth. And then Emma Mangles. Did we find out who that was? Yeah, who, this, I'm assuming it's That's another she. Dark Horse. It'd be funny if it was another Brit. Yeah. They're just sneaking up. Just, get, just That's how they do it. It's the, the British invasion all over again. Yeah. Take our music and then you take our prizes. 
That's okay. Uh, PJ Pants sitting in sixth place. Alan Byramovich. Matt Pashby, our boy, in seventh. James Thomas, uh, also a uh, local. Mm-hmm. San Diego in eighth. Jordan Watt in ninth. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Jones in tenth. Can't wait to see how that all, because that's going to be a big shakeup. Yeah. Uh, it's a big event. Yep. Hobby track, top five for AOS. Sid Singh continues to lead the pack, followed by Philip Verduzco. Josh Lara in third. Ben Nelson in fourth. Please tell me your brother is named Half or Full. Mm-hmm. I think I already did that joke. You did, every week. Eh. Eh. Joseph Halifacker in fifth. Shadespire, current top 10. And this is going to be a big shakeup because we have over 60 people mm-hmm. signed up for Shadespire at <clears throat> the LVO. So it's going to really dramatically change the, the rankings. I hope to see these players here or there. Mike Course leads the pack, followed by Andrew Everhart, Adam Brazel in third, Brandon Ulick in fourth, and Tony Field in fifth. Very cool. Yeah, exciting. Uh, that's going to be the last time we report on the scores leading up to the event, mm-hmm. but uh, we will have the standings finalized come next Tuesday. Yep. Jason, why don't you walk us through these commissions? All right. So we have a couple uh, Zangors here. <laughs> I like them. They're pink. <laughs> they look good. Well, this is a client who has um, had a lot of stuff done for his, uh, I believe it's Thousand Sons, but with that scheme, with the uh, the off the pink, with the off whites. This is the same guy who, oh, remember? the cream colored ones? Yeah, I remember the, the Rubric Marines. Yeah, so he keeps coming back and adding to his army. Oh, and this, yeah, this time he was like, well, if you look at the armor, um, it, that is in the same color as those Rubric Marines, but he said he wanted yeah. the Zangors to have a a pink flesh look. So that was one of the coolest commissions we've put out in a long time. Yeah, I love yeah. Those. same artist. So the guy just keeps bringing more stuff and he's super happy. And uh, these are actually just tabletop standard though. Yeah, well, they look um, great. But they look great. Yeah. Uh, the next thing we have is we've showed a little bit from this army already, but this was a uh, tabletop plus Death Guard army. These are the Pox Walkers with the Demon Prince and the the Hellbrute. Uh, so very cool looking. Um, it was a large army. Like I said, we've been showing kind of bits and pieces of it. So. Um, client super happy, you know, looks fantastic. Uh, we have a Death Watch chaplain converted uh, by the uh, client. Because I'm 99% certain that guy can't actually take Storm Shield, but you know what? Who cares? It doesn't matter. It looks cool. The guy, this this client um, gave us like like six or, or ten. It was just a unit of Death Watch, and it was all super customized. Um, just I think whatever he thought looked cool. And so, Which is totally fine. I think this is tabletop standard, if I remember correctly, uh, which still looks really good. Tabletop, great. which again, yeah. our tabletop standard is uh, we do um, a clean base coat with um, minimal highlighting and, and some details p- uh, painted. And so that's kind of what you see here. And it's uh, definitely more affordable. Very affordable. It's, it's our mid range. I don't know. There's some highlighting and low lighting in it. Right? I don't, off the top of my head, I'm not, we, we have so many commissions that we are, we're doing, which is great. Um, but yeah, it, it looked good. And this was actually just one of, of I think, a whole squad of, of converted. Death Watch. So very cool. Looks great. So let's answer some questions before we wrap up the show and get back to making terrain. Can't see anything. There we go. Ooh. Uh, Can't wait for the LVO, says Wolf Priest Kjarl. You Mm -hmm. know what? Can't wait to see you either, buddy. CanCon, Age of Sigmar rocked. It Uh, did. Ty Winning says Gimli Banana is the greatest of all Dwarven heroes. I agree. Gimli Banana? Oh, it's me. Uh, That's insulting. Yeah, Ray, that was just a reporting error, you troll. You, we already talked about this. Uh, Neighbor Nation. Uh, Speedy Oswald, we don't do Middle Earth at the LVO or at IDC yet. We would like to. We've definitely been talking about it. We want to do a Lord yeah. of the Rings slash Hobbit event at the LVO, but we just yeah. have not been able to find a TO. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you want to do it, if you're a big Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit fan... Uh, and you you attend the Las Vegas Open, and you want to help us out, reach out to us for 2020. Yeah. Because that would be really fun to do a big, even a big narrative-based battle or something like that. Totally. And Wolf Priest Carl, yeah, CanCon AOS rocked. It was huge, man. It was like 220 people, and it sold out in a day. Uh, really crazy how big it was, considering that Australia, there's more people in California than there is in Australia. Yeah. So they have a lot of really, really active um, <clears throat> wargaming. The, the, the community is big there compared to their uh, population size. And it's funny because my cousin, uh, Nick, or he goes by Ranto, mm-hmm. um, he was like, he sent me a picture. He's like loading up the car. He's like, yeah, only 15 hours to go to get to Cancun. I was like, what? Yeah. Why are you driving that far? You guys are crazy. Your country, yep. your country is so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the Australian community is very passionate and 
uh, we're really excited to see how much uh, things have grown and just they're, they're doing great. I got to go to CanCon one year if at all possible. It's just it's so close to the LVO. Um, it makes it really difficult to pull that off, but it looks like an amazing event. Yeah. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Valerie, is this a replay? No, we're live. We're live. We are live. Coming at you from San Diego, sunny San Diego. Yeah, the weather got really nice again. It's supposed to rain tomorrow, though. Yeah. Through the weekend. Uh, Speedy Oswald, I'm on the wrong side of the globe. Just wanted to share my enthusiasm for the game, I suppose. Have you tried it? I have never actually played Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit. Uh, it's really, it's a challenge to, to play a new game, to pick up a new game, because you have to, like, learn the rule set, and I'm always struggling to keep all the 40K and Age of Sigmar stuff in my head. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm behind the curve on Age of Sigmar right now anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really tough to pick up a new game. Because the problem that, that I have now, especially as a playtester, is I like try to, I'm like, it's try to, hard to remember what the rules are right now. Because I get confused with rules that were and then rules that are going to happen. So it's like, wait, what is it? What is the rule right now? Mm-hmm. I, like, I just, it, it, it starts to get a little confusing. Yeah. Um, uh, so it's, it's, it's trying to pick up a new game is always, it's like, I'm like, uh, you know, like it has to be a really compelling game to get me excited to try it at this point in time. But I've heard it's really fun. Mm-hmm. I've heard it's really fun. Uh, the Nova Open has, uh, from what I've been told, they have an amazing Lord of the Rings event. And then, I mean, their Games Workshop is doubling down and they're re-releasing uh, new plastic sculpts of lots of different kits. Yeah. So it's not something that they're just going to abandon. And, you know, they brought them back to... Uh, retail and for the longest time all Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit models were direct only so you couldn't even buy them in normal GW stores so that's the uh, that's the cool thing yeah there you <laughs> that's that's my chance I'm done <laughs> uh, Billy man it's negative 10 in Kansas that's insane <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it's like 75 degrees here right now and sunny yeah but uh, just for today it's it's supposed to rain it's been, we actually been getting a lot of rain this year. It's supposed to rain at the end of the week because mm-hmm. the guys next door to us in our uh, business complex, they make video games. They make like Castle Crashers and like a bunch of other cool games. And they're starting to gear up for their uh, event. <laughs> I thought you'd like to have phase mm-hmm. that. They're starting to gear up for their event and we were just chatting because like we're outside, like we're making terrain. They're loading up all these like video games and console stuff. And we're both like, oh, please don't rain on load day. Please don't rain on load day. <laughs> so yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. Uh, uh, phased out up. Uh, our room block is full. Um, I don't know if the hotel has any more room, but uh, I, I would imagine that they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, just when you book your room, if you could please be so kind as to let them know that you're coming to the Las Vegas Open, um, that lets them know how many people come to the event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. But um, yeah, our room block is full uh, already. So um, unfortunately, that that came and went last month. Uh, but anyway. If anybody wants to come and help with terrain, please do. Mm-hmm. We'll be here every day except Saturday. Saturday we're going to be gone. Oh, and we can't forget, mm-hmm. super exciting, super duper exciting news. Uh, we can finally talk about it. Um, we are going to have a live uh, demo game, uh, exhibition game, excuse me, mm-hmm. between uh, Alex Finnell and Mark Merrill. Mark is one of the, the co-founders of Riot Games, which makes League of Legends. They're going to be playing at the Las Vegas Open in an exhibition match. For those of you who don't remember, uh, uh, Alex, uh, Mark gave Alex five grand on stream last year at the LVO because of a sportsmanship issue that Alex mm-hmm. handled really well. Yeah. Alex turned around, donated the money to charity, his company matched it, and then uh, GW matched it as well. So it mm-hmm. ended up being a massive charity donation. And uh, these gentlemen are gonna play on stream at the LVO. It's gonna be really cool. We're super duper excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, because for those of you who don't know, League of Legends is the, the biggest game. It's the most played online game in the world. What if uh, what if Alex pulls a Tony that in the on game, stream? I highly doubt that's going to happen. Okay. Um, but we're super excited. I hope and then not. This is going to be the beginning of what we hope and believe to be, and we'll, we'll announce it more as we get closer, um, what will be an annual charity donation, right? So we're really excited about that, that we – because uh, the, the LVO is a for-profit event, mm-hmm. but we're really excited that we can also contribute back and give back to a worthy cause. That's mm-hmm. super exciting. Um, so I can't wait to show you that. And Age of Sigmar is going to be fully streamed at the LVO. Nice. This is kind of a last-minute play, but we determined that it was possible. We had some people willing to come and run the stream, mm-hmm. and we were not sure if it was going to work out or not. 
but uh, we will be streaming the entire uh, Age of Sigmar tournament um, on our channel, on Frontline Gaming underscore TV. Mm -hmm. So if you're an AOS fan, you're going to be able to check out all that exciting action. And uh, we're really, really pumped that we get to stream the 40K champs and the AOS champs too. So yeah. we didn't think it was going to be possible until like four days ago. Yeah. And it just everything just sort of like came together. So really, really excited for that. Um, uh, oh boy! Wears the suit when he plays his Alex I think he ha he's British, so he's always wearing a suit of some sort. Yeah, he has to have like a bowler, yeah, a it's, monocle, it's an umbrella. Mm. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and a cane of some mm -hmm. sort. You have to. Vito, bring it. V fresh, you got to get your game in with Jason. Bring it. Oh, also, I do want to say before we close out, Nana Nana Boo Boo, stick your head in doo doo. Who? I was the best in the league out of everybody in the shop. No, I thought Pablo was. No. But Pablo, Pablo, Pablo was 5-0. Yeah. yeah. Pablo, oh, so Pablo's the rhino beat me? Pablo's technically better because he, he, he was in the second oh. highest pod. We were in the fourth. I guess I got to stick my head in, dude. But now. to be fair, we can, we can say I did very well, you did well, and Frankie did well. We, yeah. all, we all went up. Yeah, you went to pod three. Mm -hmm. Frankie went to pod three. Yeah. I'm going to pod two. Pablo's going to pod one. Yeah. And again, our league... Is run by Coop Juice, uh, Yu Yao. It's a giant San Diego league. Keith Barry, it's, I think they're pushing 70 70 Between 70 and 80 players. For the next one. It's crazy. And it's, it's I mean, so it's the only fun, way I get man. games in, so it's, it's good for me. It's so much fun. And uh, and we all got invited to, I think Pablo as well, all four of us got invited to the tournament, the mid-year tournament. It's called the Winter uh, Final. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if anybody out there wants to start a league, I recommend talking to those guys. They're super nice. Uh, Keith unfortunately can't come to the LVO this year because of work, but Coop mm -hmm. Juice will be there. I think I don't know if Yu Yao is coming or not, but he might be there. But if you want to talk to him, I'm sure that they'd be happy to help you get a league going because they've got it down to a science, mm -hmm. and it's super duper fun. Yeah, super fun, and um, they separate you into pods based on like kind of how good you are at the game or how well you did, mm -hmm. so that you're playing people that you're going to get a fun game with. Um, but it's funny because the the people who get who join late. Where our new get seated in like lower pods, yeah, and sometimes they're really good, and they just clean up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's just, it just there's nothing. I mean, you can't do anything about it, you know. Uh, Michelangelo went one and four in his pod seven. Well done, brother. Well who done. Is that? <laughs> uh, who is this in real life? Yeah, who is Michelangelo? Michelangelo, who are you? Uh, v Fresh, uh, Vito, uh, he did pretty well too, I think. No, you, I think you went down a pod. Vito, I'm just gonna tell like tell your girlfriend to yell at you. Oh, it's Andy. Andy, you beat you beat our <laughs> boy Cameron last night at the buzzer beater. <laughs> Cameron's one and only game in three months. He came into the shop last night. and He's like, dude, I lost my game against Andy. His one like, game. Yeah, well, played. well done, Andy. Yeah, and it was well, a loss. Well I would have just not played. Uh, neighbor, neighboration. Uh, <laughs> yes, it was. Cameron was a little sad. He lost his only game. Uh, neighboration. Yeah, Frankie and uh, Jeff will be commentating on the GW stream for 40k. Mm -hmm. And um, should be fun. It'll be really fun. Yeah. And then uh, Mariana is going to be helping run that stream. <clears throat> and then we have another crew doing the AOS side of things. I don't know what the Daves are doing. They're going to be there. I don't know if the, they're going to the, the be... The Daves will be there helping to... Uh, they won't be commentating, but they're going to be running around helping out. They'll probably jump on the AOS stream. Okay. Um, and uh, they'll be helping out. Yeah, Andy, Cameron really enjoyed the game with you. There's going to be a lot uh, of live live stuff happening. I know Pablo's going to be running around doing Facebook Live stuff. Uh, the guys from Life After the Cover Save, Blake and Ed... We'll be running around every day as well, doing like interviews and shooting footage. And I know they always upload it that day of on their own. Yeah. Well, because our, stream, after the cover our channel. stream will be active so that they can do all yeah. that stuff on our stream. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, JD Esquire, um, I, I think if you want to contact those guys, Facebook is the best way. And it's the it's the Addy's Games 40K League or something like that. Yeah. I so Addie's Addie's Games is a, is the game store here in San Diego. It's the big one. That it's based out um, of. It's based out of there. So if you go on their Facebook page, you can look up the 40K League, I believe. But then a lot of people end up playing their games here. Because you can totally, play. Totally you can play anywhere. Yeah, you can play wherever you want. And uh, like Coop and Keith are super nice guys, and they'll be. I'm sure they're happy to help. And I remember, you can count leagues as ITC scores. I'd be surprised if there was a larger league in the country. To be honest, this I don't is a, think so. I've never experienced one like it's so big. Yeah, and it's growing every time because it's just so well run. That's the thing. Like you can, if you you can have a ton of players. Oh, Keith's actually here. Uh, you can have a ton of players in your area, but if there's no organization and you don't have somebody to take the leadership role, it's just it, it always falls apart. It's like a narrative. Actually, Pablo, can you grab Keith? 
Can you grab Keith? We'll pull him on here and he can answer some Yeah, some Keith's here. Anyways, um, bear with us, guys. Yeah, hold on. This is, li this is live. We don't, have any, we don't have anything better There's to do. There's no script. We're going crazy. Nothing else to do. Today. And I'm also delirious. Yeah. No, it's okay. It's fine. This is, this is, this is real stuff, Mariana. This is how... Uh, one nine seven millimeter cannon. It's literally at ease games. Okay, Phase Adam did it. Thank you. Hey, Keith, Thank you, Anson. Keith, are you are you willing to come on and answer? People are asking about the league. Oh yeah, sure. Shine your glasses. You know. Yeah, Keith is super. Keith is rad, <laughs> and he's uh. Super I'm gonna nice. I'm gonna step out. I'm gonna let Keith step in and uh and talk about the league and all that stuff. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Good. Hop on. We're live right now. Just FYI. <laughs> kind of figured. <laughs> so hey, everybody, it's fortuitous that Keith just came by at this exact moment. And uh, I know a lot of people in the chat are asking about like how they can reach out and because we've been talking about the league a lot and a lot of a lot of folks out there want to try and like mimic it. How would people reach out to you if they wanted to find out more about running their own league in their area? In all honesty, you can go ahead and find us out on at ease games, uh, Warhammer 40k on, on Facebook. I'm willing to take on anybody who wants to see how we run it to see our spreadsheets and how we reach out to the community, how people come back to us. Um, so go ahead. We have a little questionnaire. It mostly asks do you live in San Diego just because we're kind of concerned about our players, but just say, um, I'm interested in how you run your league and how to improve upon myself. And I'll go ahead and bring you right in. Yeah. And like I was saying, you guys do an amazing job. Like the league is huge. Like we're pushing like 70 people this time. Uh, right now we have about 60 payments in right now with Got a few it. more that promised to play. So we're getting right there, man. That's all you guys do such a good job. <laughs> And it's like, we super appreciate it because like, it's like we always say, it's nice just to be able to participate in something. Mm -hmm. um, and it's fun and we all tease each other and it's a great way to build community, to talk shit on your buddies and uh, just to have fun, man. It's like, it's, it's great. So uh, yeah, Keith, uh, reach out to him, Coop, uh, Yu Yao, and uh, those guys will be, I'm sure they'll be happy to help you out. Cooper wrote an amazing, super mega spreadsheet that does like most of the work for you and uh he loves that stuff dude like he, like i can't imagine how much time it took him to make that thing i'm getting right there too i'm i'm learning some more of the programming side yeah. of excel right now in the class i'm taking and i'm about to start putting buttons in there to make it a little more oh, really? automated too so we'll see i have to get there first <laughs> i could probably you could probably teach me some stuff because i'm always trying to up my excel game Mm -hmm. Like once you learn what a spreadsheet can really do, it's like magic, man. No um, kidding. And then that's Vito's in there saying hi. Um, <laughs> How's it going, man? Yeah. Um, that's Andy is Michelangelo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I'll take your word for it. I don't have my glasses on right now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, Keith, that was fun. To just have, That's funny that you just walked in right when we were talking about it. I left my but sweater thanks, here. Yeah, no problem. And thanks for running the awesome league. It's, a, yeah, no problem. it's super duper fun. Uh, and everybody, we can't wait to see you at the Las Vegas Open. If you want to get uh, the new Gene Sealer Colt goodies, those go up for pre-order pre on Saturday. And uh, you can get them at a discount with free shipping from Frontline Gaming. Just be aware there may be a delay in shipping because uh, we're going to be at the LVO. Uh, just to be aware of that. There may be like three or four days later shipped than usual. But uh, we hope you choose to purchase from us. And can't wait to see you at the LVO. Can't wait to take a nap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We get a lot of viewership and a lot of subs. Uh, it's going to be really good for us going forward. If please let GW know that you want them to come back to the audio. Yeah, yeah. They're they're they, it's a really expensive for them to fly out all the people and the equipment. Uh, so yeah, check it out. If you can't make it, uh, watch the streams. Make sure to tune in for that uh, that uh, charity uh, exhibition match between Mark and Alex. It's going to be really exciting. Um, who knows how many people we can reach via uh, League of Legends or Riot Games, right? Like that could open up. We could bring in tons of new hobbyists with that. So super excited for that. Anyway, thank you all for watching. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Signals from the Frontline. We're not broadcasting next week, but we will be back in two weeks. And of course, you'll see us at the LVO.